So this episode is sponsored by KiwiCo. KiwiCo delivers monthly projects designed to make learning about science, art, math, and more fun and accessible. They have six different crates for kids of all ages. Cricket Crate is for ages zero to two. Koala Crate is for ages three to four. Kiwi Crate is for ages five to eight. Atlas Crate for ages six to 11. Tinker Crate for ages nine to 16 plus. Doodle Crate for ages nine to 16 plus. Each crate includes an educational magazine, project supplies, and detailed instructions written for kids. And we've been lucky enough to get to use some of these in our families. And the succulent garden? Oh, my goodness. I want to do it. (laughs) I do, too. I kind of want to steal it and just do it by myself. And then set it up next to my bathtub. Yeah, a felt succulent garden. It's awesome. And it's so pretty. And that must be one that's ages 9 to 16 plus. (laughs) It it is. And I'm going to do that one with my daughter. I'm going to see if she lets me because... It looks super fun. (laughs) What else did you guys get? So we got an Atlas crate, which is, I think, new since um, the last time we've done KiwiCo. And I'm super excited about it. It's it's, uh, geography. And so it includes a spinning globe, an Atlas adventure book, a world map challenge, and make your own trail mix. And it's for ages six plus, and I'm going to work on it with my seven-year-old who loves maps. So he's going to be all over it. Oh, that's great. We got a mechanical sweeper. Fun. So fun. And then, okay, a build your own rocket launcher. (laughs) What? (laughs) And a kite because it is a fun with flight kit. And that it's is so, so fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what else we got? What? We got a tinker crate that is a make your own hydraulic claw. Like, oh, how cool. Like, think this when you get the stuffies. Yeah. At the amusement park. So KiwiCo has a special offer just for Homeschool Sisters listeners. And listeners can get their first month of any subscription, which is a $19.95 value for free. Just head to KiwiCo.com slash homeschool sisters to check it out. So that's KiwiCo.com slash homeschool sisters to get your first month of any subscription for free. Hi there, and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara, and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? It's season five. Can you even believe it? A whole hand. I know. A whole hand. Is that from something? Did I don't know. I always say that? say that. I always say that to kids when they turn five. Like, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. <laughs> it's season five. We're so excited to be back. Yes. Did you have a good summer break? We had an amazing summer. My kids, I think, lived their best life the whole summer. <laughs> I sort of wanted to be them. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I've been having a little bit of a hard time transitioning out of summer because it was just so nice and relaxing and fun. And I'm trying to figure out how to bring that vibe into the school year. Yes. (laughs) My gosh, wouldn't that be awesome? How to hold on to it. Yeah. I'm having a very hard time transitioning. I sort of, I haven't yet. Yeah. I've thought about it. I've made lots of notes. (laughs) 
but we're still at the pool. <laughs> That's where we are too. Um, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about transitioning and mm-hmm. we're going to do our third fall haul episode. Yes. Okay. But first we have a couple sponsors and then we'll be back to talk. So our sponsor today is Epic and Epic is the leading digital library for kids 12 and under. Epic has more than 25,000 high-quality, popular children's books, videos, quizzes, and more. So we've both been lucky enough to test out Epic with our kids, and what has been really great is that it's packed with books that they want to read, you know, the ones that they're pulling off the shelves in the library and you're seeing in bookstores right now. It's got so many current books. Epic has a lot of popular books that you would see when you're looking online or when you're in the library or the bookstore, and my kids really love it. Some of the current titles that they have are Where the Wild Things Are, A Wrinkle in Time, Big Nate, Ramona, Sesame Street, and National Geographic Kids, which is a big hit for my 10-year-old. Yeah, and you know what's nice is that you can look up a topic and then you'll find tons of books related to that topic. So it's basically like it's perfect for unit studies or for a kid who's got a new interest and wants to dive deep. And it's one of those things where it's a screen that you have zero worries about because your kids are just learning and there's no commercials and there's no in-app purchase concerns. You're just safe and your kids are reading books. It's just $7.99 a month and you can cancel anytime, but I don't think you'll want to because you'll find your kids are really enjoying it and they're discovering all kinds of great books and it's all right there at their fingertips. It's so handy. And Epic has a lot of really great parent features. One of the things I like is that they have a digital reading log and that's perfect for homeschoolers. So you can actually keep track of all those books your kids are reading online. So Epic has thousands of audiobooks too and um, read to me books. So if your child is learning to read or just trying to get fluent with reading, it's the perfect fit. With Epic, parents can create up to four customizable child profiles per account. And you can also create personalized collections for your children to use through the parent dashboard. So to get Epic for two months absolutely free, go to getepic.com and use the code SISTERS at checkout. So fall, haul, and, and the transition to fall, haul. So we've been making lists, right? So many lists. Lists on my list. Yeah. And that's always how it starts for me is I just, I get a list going. I start dreaming, planning, and I feel like I'm almost, like I haven't enacted the list though. So these are not all... Uh, tested in my home yet when I when I talk about <laughs> what we're gonna do, but <laughs> but it's ideas and dreams and plans, and that's important. It is, yeah. And I think that like if we can just my thought when I sit down to plan is like if this was our only year of homeschooling, what would we do? You know, what we would take field trips and we would read good books. And we would spend lots of time together and then everything else. Is I love the way you think about free. that. I actually had to text you because I saw you post that somewhere and I was like, I need Kara's planning idea. <laughs> I couldn't find it. I had you track it down. Yeah. So yeah. just kind of interview the kids and ask them what they want to do. Right. Because, well, people ask us all the time because we are approached to homeschooling. We don't follow either of us a box curriculum by any means. Mm-hmm. We're... Do, I mean, we don't say we're unschoolers, 
but we do a lot of interest-led learning, both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I don't plan out like a whole year at all. No. <laughs> no. So I try to plan out like six weeks at a time. What do you guys do? Oh, it depends on the moment. Sometimes I plan a month and sometimes I just focus on a week. <laughs> right. Well, and often when we're in our best phases, I'm not planning a lot at all. Right. It's kind of like, oh, we're, we're really into maps. So we're going to do this and then try that and see what happens. And that's when our best learning happens. Yeah. It's like one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. And your days are full and your kids are happy and you Mm -hmm. can tell that they're learning and it's not always easily quantifiable. Right. We both do That's the, the problem. Where we'll sit down at the end of the day. Like we don't do it all the time, um, but just when, when I'm we, anxious, yeah. <laughs> when we get stressed, yeah, we'll sit down at the end of the day and write down like what the kids did instead of writing what we're going to do or write down what the kids did, and then you realize that I mean they're just little learning machines. You can't. They really them, are. You know. No. Um, I remember because our state requires that we document how many days of homeschool that we do. And I remember one day thinking, like, do I just check every day? Like, what do yeah. I do? Because 365. <laughs> yeah, there, there was a day, you know, this was when the kids were little and I was sick and we watched a ton of Curious George and they still were like learning things, you know? <laughs> and then you just think like, all right, well. They're amazing. Every day counts. And uh, if. I ever have the state come and ask me how much my kids are learning. I'm just going to hand them a calendar and be like, here you go. It's all good. I I think it sets you up for more success though. When you do write things down after the fact, because you have a tendency when you plan, or at least I do, I feel really, it makes me sort of stressed when I realize that we didn't get to that chapter or we didn't finish that project. But then when you look at actually what you did do, sometimes you're surprised if you do it, if you reflect on the day at the end. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And just the conversations that happen and the things Mm -hmm. that I'm always so impressed, like when you just have time with your kids lately, this has been happening a lot when we're in the car, we'll be listening to an audio book or a podcast, or we'll just be talking about something. And they're at that age right now where they have these like big opinions and big thoughts and it's never something that you could have planned for, but it's amazing. Let things go, you know, like just kind of, instead of trying to steer the conversation toward learning or <laughs> we really need to talk about philosophy or we really need to talk about whatever. I mean, you just kind of let it happen and it's like, wow, that was a really good conversation about whatever topic I would have never imagined us having this big, long talk about. I agree. Those big, juicy conversations. Totally. Okay. So with that said, how many notebooks do you have? How many lists do you have? And <laughs> right now? <laughs> Currently, as we record this podcast. <laughs> I have one notebook with a whole bunch of lists. Okay. Because I have two notebooks and a separate list. So <laughs> I have more notebooks upstairs. <laughs> but this is kind of how the process starts. You know, like you start brainstorming and making lists and everything. And then it gets more and more 
You got to whittle it down. You do. <laughs> yeah, because the problem with dreaming big is that it's big and then you have to <laughs> reality check. <laughs> yeah, you have to put it into some sort of format where you can actually implement it. But I think in the beginning it's okay to just I had this friend who used to take like a giant piece of poster board and just start writing things down. And it was like a brain dump but for the very highly visual person. Yes. Um, you know, which reminds me, can we take like a little bit of a turn? And can I ask you real quick about your whiteboard that you reference um, for your calendar? Is it just a giant? <laughs> I was like, what whiteboard? <laughs> I was thinking like a school. <laughs> your whiteboard where the kids sit in the desks and you put all your... <laughs> And they copy down what you write. I was like, Kara, that's not me. That's somebody else. No, because I've... No, we have a calendar whiteboard. Is that what you mean? Yes. Yes. So I have a calendar on the, like on a door in our kitchen that I erase monthly and plug things in by the day. And then it has like a notes column on the side. So I can write, you know, if I need to pick up birthday cards for somebody or um, things that are coming up next month. But it's okay. a space for us to focus on. How big is it? It's big. It takes up the entire width of a door. Is there any chance you got it on Amazon and you could link to it? I did. I can did. I can. I can. Can I get one? Okay. <laughs> you sure can. what I'm realizing is we have a calendar and it's not big enough anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just a wall calendar and it's beautiful. And I've bought the same one for like three years now. It's the Pima Shadrone. Is that how you say her name? She's like, oh, yes. um, I don't know if that's how you say it, but I know who you're talking about. And it's just, it's beautiful. And it's kind of like a nice thought for every month. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice. But I need, I need bigger and I need visual. Like I really need to be able to see it. I'm realizing because putting it all in my notebook or my bullet journal or whatever is great. But like, I really need to not be able to not like, it just has to be there constantly. Yes. If you use this with fine tip, multicolor, dry erase markers, you'll have a lot of fun. Just as nice, but you don't have to worry about this, (laughs) the almost seven year old who sometimes jumps up because it's fun to like erase a part of it. Then I'm like, that's my life. (laughs) What happened to Thursday? (laughs) What was there before? (laughs) Because sometimes I'd like to think that I have it in all the places, but sometimes, you know, if you're on the phone and you quickly jot something down, that's where it goes first. So if it didn't get transferred and somebody thinks it's fun to see how high they can jump and just like leave a handprint streak, (laughs) I love it. Just be forewarned. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So hang it high. (laughs) Okay. You got me thinking. I think this is going to change my life. I really do. The other thing that might change our (laughs) lives, we both got the same uh, planner. Which I hope it changes my life. <laughs> I'm really excited about, and we can link to that in the show notes too. And it's, how, I don't know how to explain it. I, it sort of breaks down your day, I guess, is what I'm most looking forward to. That's what I liked. I felt like I could focus on certain things. I could have everything written in there, but kind of it highlights the important things. And it had a gratitude element. I yes. like that. I'm still going to use my bullet journal, but I just needed something to sort of rein me in and like put all my 
I don't know. I'm not a natural planner. I, I used to be, and then I started homeschooling and it all just went out the window. Yeah. But every September I do this, I order planners and calendars and I think it's going to change my life. And then it doesn't. <laughs> we get so but we'll see. This, this year, this planner is going to change my life. Yes. This <laughs> I'm going to be so organized and on time for everything. This is the year, Kate. This is the year it all comes together. We are going to be so organized. Our kids are going to learn so much. We're going to be able to retire after this. They're going to be able to go to college at, what, seven, nine. Um, <laughs> this is going to be great. Should we talk about what we're actually going to do this year, though? I guess so. Okay. <laughs> so where do we start? So when I'm planning, I always think fun stuff and math. Okay. Not that math can't be fun, <laughs> but math is my personal anxiety. So I figured that out first. And then I know that if we're doing that plus fun stuff and we kind of ease into the school year, that will be okay. Okay. And we talked about that last year, having like a soft open, like a mm-hmm. very slowly easing into the school year. So do you guys begin with fun stuff or math or what do you add first? Um, you mean in the morning or just in general starting? Just in general, like as you start to transition well, we're, to school. We're sort of doing that now, just like fun field trips and documentaries and games. Some of the things we do anyway, but um, really good audiobooks. Okay. You just had a post up too about Curiosity Stream, and you guys have added Curiosity Stream in. My one of my favorite resources, and they just change things. So I was paying like you know I was being cheap. I was doing the two ninety nine for the non HD mm-hmm. because I don't notice. I'm not a tech person. <laughs> my husband's always like, "What are you watching?" But um, they upgraded everybody, so it's still two ninety nine a month, but you're getting HD. Oh, nice! And they have eighteen free ones online right now. And then after you watch the eighteen free ones, you can sign up for a week free trial and get more free content. Oh, that's great. So we'll put a link to it in the show notes, but people can test it out and see Mm -hmm. if it's a good fit and if their kids like it and then go for it. But they just have so many subjects there. Like you've got history, science, nature, civilization, tech. I might be forgetting something, but I mean, you can go on and everything looks amazing and there's no commercials and no... Um, I always joke, like when we go on Netflix, they want to watch Captain Underpants. <laughs> They're distracted by the other stuff that maybe is not as educational, but when they go on curiosity stream, everything looks cool and there's no, you know, shiny, yeah. it's all good options. Yes. Okay. And I just let, I always feel good about, let's just pop this on and see what happens. Oh, I love So it. sometimes we plan it. Sometimes we just go on and see what looks good. Wait, so curiosity stream. And then when will you add math? Well, we added math this week for one child because it's we're doing something new. So my oldest is taking a class of pre-algebra online with Mr. D. Have you heard of Mr. D? I met Mr. D. Yeah. I he's amazing. Mr. D. Yes. He's <laughs> awesome. I met him in... Um, so charismatic. St. Louis at the Great Homeschool Convention. I couldn't remember which one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my oldest is taking a class with him. So he started uh, this week on Monday. 
um, and is doing online pre-algebra. So I'm excited about that. And then my other two are going to do Beast Academy online. Previously, we had done the workbooks, but we're going to try online and see how we like that um, and just see how it works for our family. So I haven't started that yet. We have a vacation. We have a couple birthdays and a vacation on the near horizon. So we'll start in earnest when the dust settles from those. But the class that my oldest is taking actually started. So he was... He was not very happy that he was the only one who started classes, but I brought, I got him Chipotle after he forgave me. <laughs> Guacamole can fix a lot. Of a little, that. a little burrito bribe. Yeah. <laughs> burrito bribe. <laughs> I love that. Whatever it takes, sisters. <laughs> yep. I love that. And I love that you're starting when it works for you, like when it makes sense for you too. Um, it's, it's just so nice when you can realize that you have the freedom to do that and not feel like this pressure to start because school here started yesterday and the buses are out and I'm just thinking of all those kids at the middle school by our house, which is the middle school I went to and it did not have air conditioning then. I don't think they've added it. It is hot and sticky and just doesn't sound like a lot of fun to me, but that's something I've really appreciated the last few years. Homeschooling is just that you September can be so beautiful. So if there is a nice day, you can just get outside. Even if you, you know, even if you bring a book or you bring a textbook and you school outside, it's just such a gift to be able to do that yeah. and not have to be stuck inside. Totally. Yeah. We do a lot of apple orchards in yes. September. Ugh, apples and pumpkins. <laughs> and and apple cider donuts. Yes, so good. <laughs> With a hot cup of coffee. I like to do that on Fridays, like as an end of the week treat. We go to different apple orchards. And honey sticks. Do your, do your farms have those? Yes. My kids yeah. love. And they have just, I mean, I'm pretty sure any apple orchard you go to in the world has probably, you know, the exact same. The same thing. Like scented candle, Yankee scented candles and... <laughs> It's still special. It. I just love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just so fun. Um, okay. So we have, we have not started, but we are going to do, I'm calling it a math intensive um, for like the first six weeks because I just feel like there's some things that we need to, we've jumped around a lot with math mm-hmm. over the years and there's just some things we kind of need to like get everybody on the same page type of thing, including me. So Mm -hmm. I think we're going to do some Khan Academy, um, like kind of go through some steps over there for things that we've maybe either missed or like just haven't completely, I don't know, like I'm I'm not sure everybody's feeling great with math. So I think we're going to do that for the first six weeks and then we're going to jump into like something else. I love Khan Academy. Looking at... Nicole, the math lady. Do you know Nicole? Alicia loves her. Yes. Alicia Hutchinson at Learning Well loves her. Yeah. We'll have to link to Alicia's post. Um, And she uses Saxon math. So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about that, but I don't know. Like you said, Mr. D is pretty fun. So fun. He was, my son woke up. We had had a very fun day the day before. So when I, and I forgot. So mom fail. I forgot that he had math this week. <laughs> and so I kind of sprung it on him when he just woke up bedhead and all. And he was like, what? 
And so he went into it not wanting to like it, but he makes so many jokes and he's, you know, he's drawing, um, human figure, like little stick guys and making jokes and humming songs. And he was smiling. I was like, you're not smiling over there. Are you you smiling? (laughs) You know, that's the thing. I want my kids to learn math from somebody who loves math. And I think that that's him and Nicole, the math lady. They love math. I do not love math. (laughs) I have the same issue and I don't want that to be, it is contagious. Yeah. So I just, I don't want it to rub off on them. And and if we're being honest, if there's one thing that causes me headaches in our homeschool, that is it. And to be able to outsource it is such a relief. And my son has really expressed that he would like to do math in a way that like somebody shows him the new skill or the new, you know, step in the process or whatever. And then he's able to work on it. He doesn't want to do like we did teaching textbooks for a while. He doesn't want to do that where it's all like computer based and there's like follow the bouncing ball, like Mm -hmm. watch the lesson and then you do the steps on the thing, Uh, you know, and I know with Nicole, the math lady, you can actually, if you get stuck somewhere, you can actually reach out to her and consult. And I'm guessing Mr. D is probably the same way that if you feel like you have a question, you can. Yes. I don't know a lot about Nicole, the math lady, but with Mr. D you, so you take a live class and then you work independently and you correct, there are quizzes that are online, but you, you know, pencil and paper, do your work. And then you, he has an answer key. So the kids correct it themselves before quizzes. And then if you run into trouble on any of those, he has help sessions that are live three times a week, I want to say. Yeah. See that, I think that's, that's going to be kind of what we need moving Mm -hmm. forward, especially with, like you said, you know, you get into algebra and geometry and then beyond, Mm -hmm. beyond is what really freaks me out because I have a high schooler now and (laughs) I got through math, but Mm -hmm. it was not anything that I want to relive. So (laughs) (laughs) I would just like to not pass that math anxiety on, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm right there with you. All right, so that's math. What about, what are you guys doing like language arts wise? I bet I know. (laughs) Brave writer. (laughs) Brave writer and lots of audio books. We've really last year got into Audible and it changed our homeschool. It just, we're in the car so much, just doing little errands here and there and, you know, after school activities. And it's amazing how many, I mean, we read a lot of books before, but if you add that in, how many books you read during a year? So I'm, I'm excited about that. We're going to be doing the sword in the stone with brave writer. That's going to be one of our early ones this year. I'm excited for that one. I'm pumped. And we haven't talked about it, but you're teaching a brave writer. I am. I totally am. Amazing. (laughs) I'm I'm doing a book club. And it's so much fun. I'm doing Wrinkle in Time this month, and I have been having so much fun with the book lovers. That's totally up my alley. What ages (laughs) is your class for? 11 to 14-ish. Okay. Give or take. Awesome. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What about you guys? So we're doing a lot of Read Aloud Revival stuff this year because... um, We've started doing over there. I I work over there. I'm the podcast manager for Read Aloud Revival too. So um, 
there's whole family book clubs. And so you read a book together and you talk about it and you have an activity, which usually involves food, which is my kind of activity, you know? Um, (laughs) Me too. And so between those and then the workshops that feature like an illustrator or a writer, um, there's just, there's a lot for kids to do to interact in there. So if we're reading the book and then doing activities around it, I'm really, really excited about that. Um, And of course the author visits where they get to meet an author the best. Yeah. We love those. We don't often catch them live because we're, we turn into pumpkins early, but we have so much fun. We've invited, like we've done story groups with families in the area and we'll all get together with popcorn and watch them. And they're so, so good. Yeah. And it, it's because the kids like get to interact with the author. I feel like after their after the event, they go to the library and they see the author's book and it's like, it's almost like my friend wrote that or something. Exactly. It's like so excited. They have this new connection with the author. So like Tommy, my kids are, they they think they're BFF. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The best. So we're definitely going to focus a lot on that this year. And I I just feel like that makes sense because that's something I'm doing anyway. So I'm trying to combine the two, you know, the learning and Mm -hmm. the work and the everything and the perfect storm. Um, <laughs> and then we talked about, we're, we're both going to get those, um, novel journals for our kids oh, at the start of the I, year. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm giving them that with, um, a, one of the brain quest trivia decks and then perfect. some fun pens and some bubbles. Oh, oh, that's so fun. I just think it's like fun and easy, do but those out, like, on the, do you have like a first day of school or when do you do it? When you usually I do, but this year is off because of vacation. But so, um, I will, I'll just pick a random day. It won't be when we actually start. Yeah. <laughs> it just be a random surprise day. We're starting. <laughs> I love that though. Yeah. yeah. Something out at their places. So those novel journals are really cool because it's a journal, but it's also the lines of a book written so small that they become the lines of the journal. So if you haven't seen them, we'll link to them, goalsisters.com, but they have a ton of them. Uh, I got one from myself. I'm going to record all the books I read during the year. Oh, that's, yeah. Anna Green Gables. (laughs) Oh, is that the one you got? Yeah. Yeah. And they have like Sherlock Holmes and Jane Eyre and Jane Austen and um, Wizard of Oz, I think. Just tons and tons. Yes, we got that one. Of really fun books. Grimm's fairy tales. That was one of the ones we got. Yeah. That's what I was thinking was that I'm going to do, um, book journals with my kids. We're going to start book journals this year again and record everything we're reading. And I was thinking of doing the golden lines from brave writer and recording those in there, like say what you read and then pick your, either your favorite part or your favorite line. I think that would be really fun to look back on. Do you use book darts? I don't. Okay. Mostly because I have people who take them out. <laughs> no. So I no. use one of those business clamp things for my bookmark. Okay. And I write and I write in books. I love my books hard. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See, I, I've been really, especially the last year or so, like I've fallen hard for the book dart. Mm-hmm. And so I put in book darts everywhere. And I was just thinking that would go well with the golden lines thing because... Ooh when you're flipping back through to find your favorite parts, they're kind of already marked. So maybe, maybe this would kids. teach each uh, 
tin of book darts too. That's a good idea. Maybe this would teach my kids the joy of the book dart and maybe they wouldn't feel the impulse to tug mine out. (laughs) I love book darts. That's, that's like my happy thing is, um, I found my book darts in my pool bag yesterday. It was so funny because I had taken them to the pool because I'm that late. Hello friend. Takes book darts to the pool. I, I, speaking of which, I love your book nerd hat. I need to get one of those. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I am such a book nerd. My husband was like, do we need to advertise it? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think, my kids keep stealing it from me. I think it's good to own it. <laughs> book, it should, I feel like there should be like parentheses at the bottom that are like, who can never remember a book title. <laughs> Did you because I was wrong? wearing it and people were like, oh, let's you know, tell me a book that I should read. If I can only read one book this summer, what should I read? And I was like, uh, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm packing like 10 books in my pool bag. (laughs) I didn't think about that, that it like invites conversation. It sure does. Not great. Be prepared. Yeah. (laughs) You got that from out of print. I did. I love out of print. I do too. They have a, um, like a little bag that has library cards on it. Have you seen it? It says like this is how I roll. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna get that I swear I could just friends. wear everything from yeah. there and it would apply. I have a bunch of the, you know, the children's book t shirts and socks. That would be another great place to find little gifts for the first it, day of school. They have fantastic socks. I have the very hungry caterpillar socks that kids just love. Oh. Yeah. Can you imagine like good conversation starter with little kids mm-hmm. like look at my socks I don't know why they immediately think you're starting cool. random <laughs> conversations with little kids I just made it sound like I drive a van and I'm like hey get in my you van. took it you took it to a creepy place <laughs> I didn't mean to I was thinking okay in my mind I was thinking like if, you know you're like a preschool teacher or something but instead yeah it just sounded weird like the white van, the white van. <laughs> hey kids you want some candy? Okay, let's move along. Um, oh, oh, oh. So one of the reasons I got the journal, too, is that my daughter wants to work on handwriting this year. So I asked her, Great. how do we want to do this? And she said she just wants to write more. And I was like, okay, so I'm just going to get her some journals and fun pens and not like... Don't overthink thought, it. You know, maybe, you know, do you want a workbook or do you want whatever? And she's like, I'm just going to practice writing more. Done. Perfect. Easy peasy. Yeah. I have to buy her journals and pens. <laughs> Girl after my own heart. Yeah. I don't know anybody who loves journals and pens. Where did she come from? I know, right? <laughs> it's not enough that she looks exactly like me. She's also got like the journal and pen thing going on. And speak journal her, buddies. This is like not a, this is like an art thing. I'm counting it as art. Um, have you seen the embroidery kits from Cozy Blue? No. Okay. We'll have to link to her over on Instagram because she's got this beautiful Instagram account and you get these embroidery kits and they're like, they're perfect for kids, um, or beginners like, like me, um, because it's actually the, what you're going to embroider is printed on the cloth and then she sends you the floss that's the colors that you'll need and you just follow the lines. So it's, and you can get as fancy or as not fancy as you want 
but it's just, it's great for beginners. So we're going to do some of those this year for like, you know, when we're listening to read alouds and that's so fun. Stuff like that. Yeah. I love that. What other fun stuff do you have planned? Cause you said you have a lot of fun stuff. So one of the things, so we're going to do a lot of field trips in person at the beginning of the year, because we're planning on going the puppy route again. Yeah. <laughs> so I know that then we'll kind of be like hunkered down. So later in the winter, I'm planning a lot of, um, movie studies. And I asked my friend who has a theater and dance background about her favorite musicals. So she gave us her top 10 for kids and we're going to start there. And then when we finish, we're going to ask her for more. And then in addition to that, this is super educational, but we're going to do classic movies from my childhood. So we just did Home Alone this weekend and my kids loved it. They had never seen it before, but I'm going to have them fill out. I just found something online, like a free printable, a little movie review, and they're going to make their own book of the movies they watched during the year and how many stars they give it and their favorite part and their favorite character. That is awesome. Can you link to that printable in case people want it? Yes. I yes. love that. Okay, so we're kind of doing something similar with movies. Um, Oh, I'll have to... Speaking of not being able to remember book titles, we'll link to it in the show notes. It's a movies literature, as like literature study book. And so we'll link to it. I can't think of what it's called right now, but we're going to go with that because it talks about like lots of movies and then how to discuss them and have good conversations about them. And um, my son is really into... He's been watching a lot of movies with my husband and they talk about them because my husband did like film stuff when he was in college and so they're really into it. So I might even sort of like give that to my husband to do. Oh, that's so fun. So that they can just, I mean, they're doing fine on their own, but it just might give them some more ideas and. I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. And we're doing field trips for sure. And then field trip zoom. Are you guys yes. doing field trip zoom this year? Absolutely. That's one of my favorites. It's so good. So good. And like such a good value. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I'm thinking we're going to go into Chicago a couple times for stuff and it's going to be as much as a year of field trip zoom just to get tickets, you know, to go. To- exactly. That's what happens when we go to Boston. Yeah. If you factor in travel and parking and tickets for a family of five, <laughs> just parking. Seriously. I know that alone parking is lunch. the price of field trip zoom for yeah. the entire year. Yeah. So and then they're going to ask to go to the gift shop. <laughs> There's no gift shop with field trip zoom. <laughs> I never thought of that, but that's true. I'm just keeping it real. Yeah, no, that's true. And we covered a lot of science um, in the last couple of years through doing field trip Zoom. Like a lot of, um, and my daughter, you know, she loves animals. She's so mm-hmm. interested in all that stuff. So, you know, she's gotten to see like aquariums and nature places and just um, ocean stuff that we don't live anywhere near an ocean. And so she gets to experience all of that. And they get to ask questions and it's interactive. And I just absolutely love it. So I love the day that you and I were in the same field trip and it was in New Hampshire. Do you remember that at the Sea Science Center? Like I could go there. I could leave there now and be there and like, like, we're in the same field trip. (laughs) I had no business being at that field trip Zoom. (laughs) 
We're there all the time. But you know what? You got to like, <laughs> your kids could stay in their PJs. Like, yes. You yep. got to be at home with a cup of coffee. I think it was the winter. I think it was the winter. I think it would have been really, really cold to be there. So <laughs> it seemed like a good plan to just stay at home yeah. and yeah, and be cozy. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. We know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys doing any out school classes? I was just going to say that. Okay. I was I ha- so I haven't officially decided what we're doing. There are so many that I think look good, but last year was our first year doing out school. And my oldest loved, love, love, love the Harry Potter classes. He did book one and book two. I know for sure. There might've been a book three at that point. I don't remember. And then he also did junior film studies with Harry Potter. Oh, and it fun. was amazing. Really, really, really yeah. fun. And they have so many classes. So mm-hmm. I'm going to sit down with each of my kids and we're going to go through and look. And I think it, I'm going to at least have them pick like one. Mm-hmm. And then if they want to do more, that's fine. But to just kind of get get going with it. Um, I'm looking at the American Girls History course. Oh, wow. How fun would that be? That would be so I, I kind of want to take it myself. I was myself. just going to say, I kind of want to take that one too. You know, I'm thinking I can sit in. <laughs> are, they are good, like, you know, in terms of history. I think because they're associated with, you know, like the dolls and, you know, like people mm-hmm. don't give them the credit that they deserve. Like They're, they're fantastic. Yeah. yeah, they're a good resource. Um, if your kids go like on a, you know, I'm going to read all these kind of kick mm-hmm. I don't think why not good. add in a little history yeah on the I side. think that that is a good that totally counts um I'm looking at my list we're gonna do CNN 10 in the mornings oh you are mm-hmm. I've heard really really good things we're gonna start that for like just current events I mean it's 10 minutes I figure mm-hmm. um during breakfast we're just gonna watch it and kind of catch up and everything I have held off on it because I do have sensitive kiddos yeah that's why we're not doing it yet although I think it's a great I love the idea of it yeah so I kind of I just wanted to like put that warning out there that if you have sensitive kiddos or young ones I mean sometimes the world is a little scary Mm -hmm. and I think they do a good job with it and it's meant for classrooms and it's meant for kids Mm -hmm. um and it's meant to have a discussion after right Right. But we have held off and, you know, we're going to try it. And if it starts to become something that's stressing my kids out, then we're going to dump it because I am all about the peaceful homeschool. (laughs) I'm right there with you. No, like if something is causing us stress every day, it gets fired. (laughs) (laughs) We just get rid of it. I don't try to change my kids. I change curriculum. That's my... That's my approach. Um, <laughs> you mentioned Brain Quest. We're doing, um, my daughter got a Brain Quest workbook. We're doing that. Those are so fun. My kids, my kids have those. They're so well done. And I don't even ask them to do it. It's just something that's around when we're on a trip or in the car or just, you know, kind of a lazy day. They're out all the time. Isn't that fun? Like, my daughter thinks it's fun. Mine do too. And we're not really a workbook family, but they have consistently enjoyed those and the trivia decks. Oh, those have been out a lot lately. The trivia decks, we have had a 
at least one deck in our car, I think since my oldest learned to read because it's so fun to just drive around and, and half the time they're quizzing me. Right. It's so funny. It's really fun. It's like stealth learning in the car. It is stealth learning. Yeah. Because it just feels like you're having a little game show in your car instead of trying to shove knowledge into your kids' heads. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they like it. So, do you know something uh, sort of along those lines my, that my kids have rediscovered lately is um, Brain Pop with Moby, the robot. It's like an app and it has all subjects and they're short little clips and you can do quizzes. We got it as a gift a couple of years ago and then again this summer and it has been perfect summer learning. My kids think that they're playing a game and they're not. <laughs> they're learning about Nelson Mandela, you know, something amazing and they're quick little blurbs. So it's sort of, you know, my daughter goes on and does all the health and nutrition and human body and then my sons are doing the dinosaurs and they're all learning about what they're interested in. Okay. We'll mm-hmm. have to link to that too. There's going to be a lot mm-hmm. of links for this episode. I know. I wasn't even planning on talking about that one. You should have told everybody at the beginning, you don't have to write all these down. We're going to have links over at the homeschoolsisters.com. Yes. <laughs> we should have told them that. <laughs> the poor mom. We're like 43 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm looking at my list. Let's see. My son is fascinated by music. He's doing a ton of music stuff on his own. Um, we're joining the Y. <laughs> so fun. I'm counting that as PE. Um, oh, <laughs> that totally counts. Really fun is that a little group of families. It's not a co-op. <laughs> <laughs> I say that because we've had some failed co-ops. Um, it's not a co-op, but a small group of families. We're going to get together, and um, my friend is going to teach biology. So, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's super amazing because she loves science. She's an like she's just an awesome teacher. She has like so many creative ideas and she was like, "I'm doing this for my kids anyway. Do your kids want to come over?" And I was like, "Oh, heck yeah. yeah. They sure do." And so since since she's going to do that, I'm going to teach um an ancient history. <gasps> So fun class, but I mean, it's not a co-op. We keep saying that it's not a co-op. So yeah, my co-op, that's not a co-op. It's just a group of families that are getting together to share our knowledge. And I'm going to do an ancient history class and I'm so excited because I've been like sitting on a secret. There is an episode of the Read Aloud Revival up today. It's episode well, today, as we're recording this, it's episode 108, and it's got great picture books for teaching ancient history for kids of all ages. So Sarah has done all the work for me. <laughs> That's amazing. The only thing I'm adding is I'm going to get the Osborne um, ancient history internet linked encyclopedia thing. Just That's amazing. For like some context to give the kids. And I'm going to see if I can find any maps to print out just to give them an idea of like where we're talking about. Because it covers like ancient Mesopotamia, ancient Greece, ancient Rome. Ancient, I mean, it's just it, China, India. These books cover everything. And like I said, I feel like I've been sitting on the secret where I'm like, that's so I'm exciting. I'm going to history and I don't have to do any work. The kids, that's so much fun. kids of all ages in this group. And... 
I think most of them will fall into that, like, age range where it will work. There's a couple little teeny tiny people, but we're going to have some other activities for them at our Nada Co-op. So I'm excited about it. That is awesome. I need Sarah to write one for American history for my first year actually doing a co-op. Because <laughs> we're doing a group of, a, it's a small co-op, a small group of local families, and we're doing American history. Oh, wow. And I'm looking to supplement. So if anyone has suggestions for fun picture books, yeah, I will take them. Go over to homeschoolsisters.com. Leave them in the, in the mm-hmm. comments. Yeah. Oh, you know what we're going to do this year? You are an artist, Chuck Pastels. Oh, I love them. You know, everybody has been talking about them for like a million years. And I've always been like, yeah, that would be really fun. I should do that. You've told me like (laughs) Shark Week. You're like, you have to do these. They're so awesome. We have to try them. And I'm like, oh, I should. I should. I should. You know what got us was when Nana did the Green Ember class. Yes. And then it was like, yo, we're doing this. Like my family was all in. Oh my goodness. So... We're going to do those are some of our favorite things. I know. I'm so excited about that. So we're going to do that. And I found out my library has Rosetta Stone. No way. Yes. For free. That is huge because that's expensive. It's I've I will say, though, from everybody that I know who's done it, they say it's worth the investment. Like it's the way to go. We do it. I, I did a review, so I didn't. I got it through a review. It, it I would buy it myself. It yeah. is completely worth it. That's what I've heard. From and everybody. and my kids love it. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna do that. I didn't realize that they had it through our library. So maybe check with your library and see, because our library is adding a lot of resources like that, and they've added lots of ways to get, like, you know, movies and documentaries and language stuff and like classes and things. So there's a lot there. So maybe, maybe like look around your library's website and see. I love the library. I'm going to mention two of my old standbys that I use when we're easing back into the school year, which is around the world stories for geography and a little bit of history. So fun and easy to do in the car or over a lunch or before bed. And then also one that you told me about years ago that we still dabble in is exploring nature with children because we're huge hikers and it's a really fun way to uh, have sort of a formal nature study without feeling stressed out. You can do it kind of on the go. You can supplement as much as you want or keep it kind of minimal. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I love that. That's a really good resource. I've been seeing that everywhere lately. I don't know. Maybe it's just the time of year. Maybe lots of people the like back to, to school. Get out this time. Of year. I mean, it's such a beautiful time to hike. I love outside. fall. I do too. I'm starting to get excited about fall. I'm starting. Starting. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. (laughs) Me too. We're going to get there. It's going to be okay. (laughs) Although yesterday, I think it was 71 and I was wearing a hoodie and my husband was like, what's the matter with you? I know. It's still warm in here. I was like, winter's coming. (laughs) I know. I'm looking outside and I'm like, it's raining. Yeah. And it's muggy. And 
I don't know. <laughs> yesterday, there was a... It rained a lot yesterday, too. And there was a moment when it was cool and it was rainy. And I stepped outside on the porch with my tea. We have a covered porch. And I was like, okay, I could maybe get behind this fall business again. Fall is my favorite. It's just that the this, this summer has been so great. So... Summer is my favorite, but fall's a close second. Yeah. And we are going away next month to Vermont and <gasps> oh, September in yeah. Vermont. I'll be excited about fall then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what I need to do. Maybe I need to go somewhere where it's beautiful and the leaves are changing. I don't know. So should we talk about something that's bringing us joy? What's bringing me joy is that this weekend is Kate's Christmas, which is when Kenny Chesney comes to Boston to visit me. <laughs> oh, for your birthday. <laughs> I am so excited. Yes. Happy, I happy kind birthday. of thank you. It's a big one. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I didn't know if you wanted to tell people that or not. Yeah, I don't care. I'm not <laughs> my I told my kids that he was coming up here because I'm the number one fan. I say this every year. And that they're going to sing to me on my birthday. And they used to always believe me. And this year, the oldest is like, nah, that's not true. But the younger two are like, mom, she does really like him. <laughs> it is her 40th birthday. <laughs> I just love that they still think there's a possibility that, you know. That he's coming just to see you. <laughs> it is kind of fun that every year he comes like. It is always weekend. right around my birthday weekend. Yeah, that's pretty yep. incredible. It is. It's a great show. It's my favorite thing. So, yeah. What about you? Okay. So, Pam Leo is an author and a teacher, and she's amazing. So, a really long time ago, I was a Leche League leader, and I read her book, um, Connection Parenting, and I just remember at the time thinking she was kind of a kindred spirit, you know, and I was like, oh, that's so, that's so fun. And, um, you know, she just seems like such a kind soul and everything. And I just, I really, really loved that book. And she is, um, somebody I've been chatting with lately for work reasons. And she found out that I love cats and she (gasps) sent me, she collects vintage cat books and she sent me two vintage cat books. No, she didn't. Yeah, just to be kind. And I'm like, oh. And the thing is, um, if I have two vintage cat books, I technically have the start of a collection now, right? You definitely do. You have to go for it. So I think I'm all in. Crazy cat lady <laughs> becomes crazy cat lady. Collection. I love that. How Isn't thoughtful. That crazy though? Like how, I don't know. It's like. Things come full circle. Yeah. And the stuff that has happened because we podcast and because the homeschool world is a supportive, wonderful place of women who build each other up. I just can't get over it. I can't either. So thankful all the time. Yeah. Yeah. A special shout out to Linda Sutherland, who's been uh, keeping me sane lately. She's amazing. Amazing human. Yeah. You have to go over and say hi to her and tell her Kara, Kara loves her because she has helped me so much. And Kate. Yeah. And she, you know, again, just women who build each other up are the, Mm -hmm. they're my favorite kind. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) All right. Well, it's been so good getting back to podcasting with you. So good. I'm so excited that we're back. We'll have lots of episodes. I am too. I've missed this. I have too. Every week um, until December. So we'll see everybody next week. 
Take care. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'd love to answer your question next, so head to our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com, and click on Ask Us a Question. We share posts over there, too, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes so we can connect with more sisters out there. And until next time, remember, you've got this, sister. Sister.